Hey there, and thank you for tuning in to the Rock Guys Podcast. And on this episode of podcast, which is episode number 17, we are covering Testament. Testament's the American thrash metal band, which started out in Berkeley, California back in 1983, but it was formed under the name Legacy. The band endured many lineup changes throughout its career, including losing lead singer Steve Souza early on in the game to join Exodus, but Chuck Billy came on as his replacement. Testament are known to be leaders in the second wave of the thrash metal that ran its course through the 80s as well as being referred to as one of the big eight of thrash. The big four plus Exodus, Overkill, and Death Angel. Testament has sold over 1.4 million albums in the US and 14 million copies worldwide. Testament has released 13 studio albums, 4 live albums, 5 compilations, 12 singles, and 3 DVDs. By 1986, the band signed with Atlantic Records and they had renamed themselves from Legacy to Testament and released their first studio album, The Legacy. So at the sake of maybe giving out too much information or going too far into this, why don't you just stay tuned for the episode coming up right here, right now. Get your rock fix. The Rock Guys. The Rock Guys. The Rock Guys. Mmm, The Rock Guys. The Rock Guys. Mmm, The Rock Guys. Thank you for tuning in to The Rock Guys Podcast, and as mentioned before, we're covering Testament. Episode 17, do you believe it? The band, under the name of Legacy, was brought together by guitarist Eric Peterson and actually his cousin, who was also a guitarist, Derek Ramirez. And shortly after, brought on drummer Louis Clemente, vocalist Steve Souza, and bassist Greg Christian. The band played clubs in the Bay Area, alongside bands like Slayer, Lazy Rocket, Death Angel, and others. Louis left the group in 85, giving drummer Reich Ronchette a chance. And shortly after that, Derek left and was replaced by Alex Skolnick, who was only 15 years old at the time and had studied under no other than Joe Satriani. Legacy released a four-song demo with this lineup. A year later, Steve left the band to join the group Exodus. Chuck Billy was brought in to replace Steve, but Steve was the one who brought him in himself. Mike left after and Louis Clemente returned as his replacement. Legacy signed with Megaforce Records in 1986 and headed to the studio to start recording. During the recording process, the band caught wind of another R&B cover band already having the same name, Legacy. Therefore, the band needed to decide to change theirs. After a brief discussion with all the members, the band's name was changed to Testament. The band played their final show as Legacy at the Stone in San Francisco in March of 87. In April of 87, Testament released their debut album, The Legacy. The band toured alongside Anthrax and opened for Slayer, Overkill, and even Megadeth. The New Order came out in May of 88. It peaked at number 36 on the Billboard 200 but still managed to sell about a quarter million copies. Their supporting tour led them through Europe, opening for Megadeth and through the U.S. 
throughout the summer appearing at many festivals including the Monsters of Rock Festival covering for Megadeth appearing with Iron Maiden, Kiss, David Lee Roth, Great White and Anthrax. In August of 1989 Testament released their third studio album Practice What You Preach. The album took a different approach by converting gothic themes into real world views. The album reached number 77 on the Billboard 200, making it their top-ranking album to date. The album had sold over 450,000 copies, never certified a gold, just being under the wire though. The band's fourth studio album, Souls of Rock, was released in October of 1990 and reached number 73 on the Billboard 200. Their supporting world tour for Souls of Black brought them together with bands of pretty high caliber, such as Judas Priest, Megadeth Slayer, Anthrax, Sepultra, and Suicidal Tendencies. The documentary, Seen Between the Lines, was released after the tour, which included live clips from the tour, music videos, and video interviews. In May of 92, Testament released The Ritual. The band changed their tone from their traditional thrash sound to a more heavy metal sound. The album reached number 55 on the Billboard 200 and was once again just under the wire for gold certification, with only 485,000 copies sold. Testament once again embarked on a world tour which saw them headlining their own tours as well as opening for Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath. All through the 90s, Testament were to undergo several lineup changes, as well as them changing their music style. Lead guitarist Alex Skelnick left the band in November of 92, and three months after that, drummer Louis Clemente left. In 93, Glenn Alvale and Paul Bostaff were hired on, and the band released the live EP, Return to the Apocalyptic City. And soon after, Glenn quit and Paul joined Slayer. They were replaced by drummer John Tempesta and guitarist James Murphy. The new lineup recorded Testament's sixth studio album, Low, and released it in September of 94. The album took a new direction in their music while still holding true to their thrash roots. The album reached number 122 on the Billboard 200, still on the charts. Still on the charts. Drummer John Tapesta left the band after the recording to join White Zombie and was replaced by John Deddy for the tour, but he would leave soon after in 95. Chris Contos, formerly of Machine Head, was brought on as his replacement. After the club touring in 96, Greg Christensen, James Murphy, and Chris left the band. The band temporarily disbanded, but found themselves reformed in releasing the album Demonic in June of 1997. The album lineup consisted of Eric Peterson for both lead and rhythm guitars, Derek Ramirez on bass, drummer Gene Hoagland, formerly of Dark Angel, and vocalist Chuck Billy. Gene left before the tour and was replaced eventually by the return of John Detti. By 1998, Derek Ramirez and John Detti were gone. Guitarist James Murphy returned as second guitarist and along with the assistance of bassist Steve DiGiorgio and drummer Dave Lombardo. The new sound was more death and thrash metal mixed with a smidgen of black metal. In August of 2001, Friends of Chuck Billy put together a fundraising metal festival called Thrash of the Titans to raise funds for lung cancer research. 
after Chuck Billy had been diagnosed and cured of cancer previously. In October of 2001, Testament released a remake album including songs from their first two albums. This album featured Chuck Billy, Steve DiGiorgio, Eric Peterson, John Tempesta, and Alex Skolnick on guitar. The newly recorded songs offered the new studio technology, so crisper and cleaner and more refined. The band began performing live shows again by 2003 after Chuck had made a full recovery, this time with a new drummer, John Allen. For their summer festival tours in 2004, the lineup was changed once again by replacing the new drummer, John Allen, with returning Paul Bosta. Steve Smith, their lead guitarist, left but returned shortly after because Eric Peterson fell down a flight of stairs and broke his leg. The band started a small tour which ended up being a full-on tour. The tour featured the classic lineup of Chuck Billy, Eric Peterson, Alex Skolnick, and Greg Christian. The drums were covered by both John Tempesta and Louis Clemente. In July of 2007, Paul Bostaff made a guest appearance at one of the band's show. A discussion after the show led to Paul Bostaff making his return to the band. In April of 2008, the band released their first studio album in nine years. The Formation of Damnation featured the return of Alex Skolnick on guitars and Greg Christian on bass. During touring, Alex's prior commitment to his other band made him unavailable for some shows, so the band brought in Glenn Drover to fill in for the missing spots. Throughout 2009, the band toured extensively with Judas Priest, Megadeth, Exodus, and others. In early 2010, the band's touring throughout the U.S. did not include Alex due to his commitments and was filled in once again by Glenn Dover. Testament entered the studio once again in July of 2011 to record their 10th studio album. Paul was replaced by Gene Hoagland for the recording of the drums due to a serious injury that Paul had, but expected a full recovery in time for touring. In December, Paul left the band and was officially replaced by Gene. Dark Roots of Earth, the band's 10th album, was released in July of 2012 and debuted at number 12 on the Billboard 200. Chris Adler, the drummer from Lamb of God, made a guest appearance for the bonus track titled A Day in the Death. On October 28, 2016, Testament released Brotherhood of the Snake. The lyrics of the album dealt with the idea of the secret society that existed 6,000 years that disbarred all forms of religion. The album was their second highest on the Billboard charts, peaking at number 20. Touring for the album saw Testament tour in the world again on some high-name venues with some high-name artists throughout the next two years, including performing on Megadeth's Mega Cruise in October of 2019, while in the process of finalizing touches on his next studio album. Andy Sneeps was involved in the mixing on this album. Titans of Creation was Testament's 13th studio album, and was released in April of 2020. The album was scheduled for a January release, but due to Chuck Billy, along with his wife and bassist Steve DiGiorgio contracting COVID, it was delayed. Of course, all future tour dates previously scheduled had been postponed. 
the current members of Testament are Eric Peterson on guitars, Alex Skolnick on guitars, Chuck Billy for vocals, Gene Hoagland on drums, and Steve DiGiorgio on bass. Their discography thus far is comprised of 13 studio albums. In 87, The Legacy. In 88, The New Order. In 89, Practice What You Preach. 90, Souls of Black. 92, The Ritual. 94, Low. 97, Demonic. 99, The Gathering. 2001, First Strike, Still Deadly. 2008, The Formation of Damnation. 2012, Dark Roots of Earth. 2016, Brotherhood of the Snake. 2020, Titans of Creation. This does not include their three other albums that they had with the band name Legacy. This band has had an interesting career, having a little bits of downs, but mostly ups. Rising to the top and staying afloat of all the negativity out in the media. So that's all I have for you for this episode. Just stay tuned for Rock Album. Metal Album. Hey, and thank you for being here for this edition of Rock Album. And on this edition, we are covering Dark Roots of Earth, the band's 11th studio album, which was released in July of 2012, and which reached number 12 on the Billboard 200. Is that maybe Andy Sneep's doing? Because he mixed and engineered it, as he did the last three albums before it. And Andy is well known for his good mixing. Dark Roots of Earth contained the song native blood which the band had produced a music video for and if you're into intensive artwork this album has got it covered created by eleron cantor a berlin-based artist and illustrator the cover features the continuation of their apocalyptic look depicting a gathering of worshippers the spirit realm the forces of nature and in the center Face lit by the heavens with multiple antlers and snake-encrusted sideburns is Sir Nunos, the forest god. The track listing on Dark Roots of Earth is Rise Up, which is the first song, Native Blood, Dark Roots of Earth, True American Hate, A Day in the Death. This song featured Chris Adler on drums, Cold Embrace, Man Kills Mankind, Throne of Thrones, Last Stand for Independence, and there's various other bonus tracks offered on different editions. On this album, we had Chuck Billy on vocals, Eric Peterson and Alex Skolnick on guitars, Greg Christian on bass, and Gene Hoagland on drums. That's what I've got for Rock Album on this episode, but stay tuned for Rock Trivia. Rock, 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 rock. Trivia. Here, here, rock trivia. Hey there, and thank you for sticking around for rock trivia. We're all doing fine. So we'll make this a quickie. Not a quickie, but we'll make it quick. What was Testament's band name before they renamed themselves due to an R&B band having the same name? Legacy, that's right. Good job. Carry on. Everything's great. Oh, by the way, I think I hear Bobby. 
world. there and thank you for sticking around for bobby's world not everyone makes it this far you're a trooper so what we're calling on today in bobby's world is rise up from the album dark roots of earth which i just got finished covering so if you're following you know rise up is the first track off that album and is basically just about war coming in hard and heavy and maintaining a melodic rhythm the chorus offers a headbanging of unforgiveness while they continue on to lyrics of absolute destruction. The guitar solos seem to escalate the vibe by lifting up your mental awareness to a different level. The first time hearing this song, I knew I was hooked. This concludes another episode of the Rock Guys podcast. I'm your host, Bobby, and tune in next episode for, well, it's going to be a surprise again. (laughs) Please like, rate, share, comment, and subscribe. Help me get back to your ear holes. Stay safe and stay unsober.